Hi everyone, it's Della Rose here with Eyes on the Stars Weekly Vibes for the week of January 29th, 2024. Uh, okay, so here we are, <laughs> almost at the end of January, ready to begin February. Um, okay, so this week, what I really feel drawn to hone in on is this conjunction between Mars and Mercury. That is like the big the big player this week. Um, Mars is at 18 degrees Capricorn, Mercury's at 19 degrees Capricorn. And then next week in seven days time, Mercury will be at 29 degrees Capricorn, which will be conjunct Pluto at zero degrees Capricorn, uh, zero degrees Aquarius. So that's going to lead to some pretty interesting energy. So what is happening this week between Mercury and Mars is we're really sharpening our minds. We're getting a little bit more centered. We're starting to really um, think about strategies and how we're going to go forward and how we're going to transmute that and change that. And uh, so that it works more to our benefit. We also have Uranus now direct. Yay. It was direct on uh, the 27th of January, which is such a relief. It's been uh, retrograde for quite a few months, about seven months. And now we've got it direct in Taurus. And so this is where Jupiter now starts to journey its way towards Uranus to make that big conjunction that will occur in April. And that's pretty exciting. There's been quite a lot of speculation about that particular conjunction and uh, its true potential of what it can really manifest and bring forward. Though remember, it all depends on how much we there's the angels it all depends on how much we are working with our own energy body and the angels are coming through really strong on that one to really insist that good things can happen to anyone at any time though it will really depend on your receptivity and your state of energy and how you're actually mastering the influence of your energy to take advantage of those and to become uh, a recipient of those benefits that Jupiter and Uranus could be cooking up for you all. Uh, anyhow, so let's get back to this week here, January 29th, and we've got this conjunction between Mars and Mercury. When I look at this, I really do feel that we're getting clear with our thoughts. We're being a little bit more pragmatic. We're having to be a little stoic. We're not really full of exuberance and over-the-top, overzealous, um, you know, spontaneous energy at the moment because we're still really sorting the um, rats and mice, as they say, it's an old saying. Uh, we're still sorting all of those things out. We're still sorting the wheat from the chaff. We're still actually filtering through everything that's happened and where we stand now. And when we slow that down, we can really start to see how much we've changed and what we once aspired to, we're no longer aspiring to the way that we did. It doesn't drive us the way it once did before. We've lost our taste for something, you know, or some things. And so this is an opportunity to reassess 
where are you heading now? Now that Uranus is direct and then in, I think it's about three weeks, obviously I'll be tracking it week to week, but in about three weeks, we're going to have a big stellium of Aquarian energy and then things are going to get really fast and start to really race us forward. So take advantage this week. If things feel a little slow and you know, it's a bit of a drudge to get through things, then go with that because sometimes slowing down is a better way to formulate something than trying to do it in a rush and making snap decisions and potentially getting those decisions uh, wrong inadvertently because you hadn't weighed up all of the um attributes they're saying to me all the attributes and all of the qualities and all the potential so what this is really starting to gear us towards now is to really become more self-assertive more aware that we have to take charge of our life <clears throat> yeah anyhow we have to take charge of our life we can no longer just blindly trust that if you do this this will happen because the systems are all changing. The computer systems are changing. The AI is changing everything. Our banking systems are changing. Our communications is changing. And so it's time to really level out and start to accept that life will never be as we once knew it. And now we're preparing to enter new terrain with a whole new set of eyes, with a whole new set of awareness. And we have to learn to navigate that. You know, it's like learning to drive a new car. You've got to get used to where all the buttons are and where all of the gadgets are before you can get very comfortable driving it. You know, until then you're sort of extra vigilant and checking, double checking. Well, that's a bit like what's happening this week is we're going through our checklist to see, have we addressed everything? Is there something else that I haven't addressed that I need to look at? Because we've got um, Mars and Mercury are squaring the south node in Libra. And as we've spoken about the nodes before in the past, the nodes take us on a journey towards the head of the dragon which is our destiny and our faded line and what our soul has come to grow towards and the south node takes us from where we've come from and so that's also lessons that we've learned gifts and attributes that we've brought forward from the past into this lifetime and also um, the residual lessons that we didn't complete also come forward in this lifetime, plus the things that we now need to put down to develop further skills, which is the North Node. So when we're moving to the North Node, it's not usually a comfortable feeling. It's an uncomfortable feeling because it's filled with trepidation and uncertainty because we're traveling new ground, ground that we haven't gone down before, ground that we don't actually have a template and a recognition of. So we really feel like we're pushing hard to learn and to absorb what the, our North Node is saying to us. And so when I talk about the nodes in this sort of uh, conversation, I'm talking about it from a collective point of view, not the individual point of view. You'd need to look at your chart and understand where your individual node is and your south and north node so you can assess exactly where the direction of your life needs to head. As an example, I have a north node in Gemini 
and I'm coming from a south node in Sagittarius. So the Gemini North Node, which actually sits in the eighth house for me, is all about investigating, going down into the deep, deep uh, psychology of things, um, journeying through, you know, murky waters and terrains with people and helping people uh, totally transform and work through their traumas and um, their limiting beliefs and various things. Uh, that's my north node pushing me there and see it's in Gemini so I have to be willing to communicate about these things and to talk and to engage with other people in very intimate ways where they share deep secrets with me and they share their raw uh, hidden parts and so I hold space for that and that's my responsibility with that Gemini north node. Now that is not so uncomfortable for me because the South Node has given me the gifts of being able to communicate with people, be very intuitive and insightful and learn to listen very well to what they're saying and then develop a language and a narrative that they can appreciate and hear uh, so that they can find their healing and their resolution. Um, though the challenge for me is, is that, Gemini North Node is also pushing me into more of Gemini qualities, which is having to write more, which is having to do these videos and communicate and be more involved with the public in, in a broader aspect. And so that has not been as comfortable to me because I'm not naturally a highly competitive person. And I've always steered away from wanting to do these videos because I think, oh, well, there's too many people doing it already. And people measure you by how many followers you have. And if you don't have very many followers, they think you're not very good and it's hard to get an audience and yada, 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 yada. There's all the reasons. So I had to do a little bit of work on myself and just accept, no, maybe I won't get very many followers. Maybe people won't really like my videos maybe I won't hit those trends that AI push your videos further maybe I don't bring enough fluffy language through um, maybe I don't I don't know maybe I'm not airy fairy enough I don't know you know how do you know what people really want all you can do is bring through what is authentically true for you so that you can stay consistent with your energy and the energy that the angels are bringing through. And if people like that, great. If they don't like that, then so be it. But you have to keep chipping away. Yes, you have to make adjustments if your business models aren't working, obviously, because it's like, okay, well, this isn't working for me. Perhaps I need to put it down and try another avenue or try another angle, you know, and I've had that conversation with myself with this channel actually and I've questioned whether I will continue it or whether I will put it down because I'm not sure that people are really enjoying it to the way that um, I would really feel good that they were getting a lot out of it and that I was hearing that it's meaningful to them otherwise I don't want to feel like I'm just adding more noise to the world already.
anyhow and also when the when you do these readings these are collective readings and these are readings it's all about the energetic imprint when you read for an individual it's much more deeper and it gets really into a lot of the really uh good information and you can really pull that out for somebody and so I've always been comfortable being a one-to-one person um, I teach and I can teach in groups you know which is that Sagittarian South Node that can be quite jovial and conversational though I'm questioning now whether I am meant to continue doing these uh, videos because you know, I notice I lose followers and I don't get as many views and various things. And so I feel like this is a little bit like pushing a wheelbarrow of rocks up a hill. <laughs> and maybe this isn't the best use of my time. And I could put my time into better things that could be more beneficial to people that want to interact with me and that actually want to learn something and truly grow and um, really develop because the essence of everything is, is that it doesn't matter how many videos you listen to and how many astrologers or psychics or channelers or podcasts or books or it just goes on and on, doesn't it? Gaia channels, you know, all the channels. It doesn't matter how many you listen to until you start applying it to your life and until you, until you start absorbing it and integrating it and living it, you won't truly grasp the essence of what energy is about and how it can transform your life and how you can manifest. Because manifestation isn't simply sitting and writing things down on paper and programming water and, you know, placing intentions into the earth and getting red ribbon and wrapping it around candles and burning and it's not just that. It's actually about how is that energy sitting within you? How is that desire integrating with you? How much do you truly believe that you're worth that and that you deserve to have that manifest for you? And what hidden beliefs are underneath that that are slightly sabotaging the trans, um, for the transparency for that to unfold for you so there are many many layers and a lot of people aren't teaching that because that's not marketable and this is the problem that we're now facing in this world and I really do want to talk about this and I'm being very guided to talk about this as well is we've been customized and trained and programmed to be marketed to and so we're always looking for the bells and whistles, the shiny things, the sparkles, the, oh, the flashy gizmo, the flashy this, the flashy that. Oh, it looks so professional. They must be really good because it looks so well done and it's so well presented. And this is not throwing shade on other people, but this is just truly saying that we have to become more critical and more discerning with our thinking. And just because something looks flashy doesn't necessarily mean it's good. And you can pay lots and lots of money 
and still not get quality. Just remember that. And so it's time to tune into what's really authentic and what's real, particularly as we go forward, because AI is going to be driven by making everything look perfect, right? So even the um, configurations of humans that AI is developing where, you know, they're impersonating other people, everything looks almost too perfect. And so we're going to have to train our eye, which was once trained to look for perfect in order for it to be good. You know, you want the perfect looking apple, the perfect orange, the, the, oh, it feels just right. You know, we're always looking for the perfect though. Now we're going to be tricked by that very thing that we've become accustomed to because perfection is now going to become the charlatan that fools us. And now we have to learn to look for what's authentic and what's real. And so making mistakes or maybe not presenting as picture perfect as it possibly could be is going to be a benefit because at least we know it's not AI driven. At least we know that's a real person there, you know, and we can truly appreciate that. And in 10 years time, you'll really appreciate what I just said, because we'll be looking for that real authentic essence of a soul again, you know, because the world is going to move into a place of being quite machine driven and technology driven, which doesn't actually have a soul per se, uh, so there's a whole lot of energy that's going to unfold that now these planets now, this week, the 29th of January, are beginning to prepare us for. And so Mars and Mercury conjunct is a beautiful opportunity to really dig in and understand what your strategies are. This is in Capricorn. So this is a building energy. This is a climbing energy. And also remember, um, Capricorn is actually ruled by Saturn and Saturn at the moment is in Pisces. So we're dissolving a lot of our structures and a lot of our foundations that we are heeded our life to. And now we're choosing to restructure and reform and reformat our life as well and start to build it on a different awareness, a different congruency, an awareness of, okay, this is how much I need. This is what I want to earn. This is where I'm heading. This is what I want to develop. And even if it doesn't look picture perfect, you've got that framework in your mind. So you've got that intention and that set of focus to go forward from there. So this is potentially a, a good week, a good preparation week, because February is going to get a little sticky and a little hot and a little volatile as we progress into it. We've got some pretty interesting aspects, particularly when we end up having that Mars Pluto conjunction, we've got the Mercury Pluto conjunction. So there's deep transformation, there's deep reorganization and when I say that it's like the tectonic plates within ourselves you know like we talk about them within the ocean and shifting the access of our whole planetary uh, essence of earth uh, the body of earth uh, we also are having that occur within our own being within our own soul within our own heart it's like everything is getting shifted around you know we we go through things and we pine for them and we grieve them, but then 
we get beyond that and then we look back and we go, well, actually, I can see why that happened and I can see why that needed to occur because it's shown me this about myself now and it's taught me this and I can see what the universe is saying to me here and trying to teach me here and what my soul is actually trying to bring forward and overcome as well because we are burning off karma from the past. We are starting to shed ourselves from those shackles and the heavy burden of being in this 3D reality and in this uh, industrial age of having to you know, work so hard and to really grind, you know, this is what's shifting because people are saying, well, look, I don't want to grind. I just don't want to throw my life away doing that. I want to think that I can have some pleasure on this planet for the duration of my time here. And if that means that I'm willing to buy less so that I can have more, then I'm willing to do that. If that means that I'm not going to support big, big factories and various things so that I can actually feel that I'm contributing to a more sustainable future, then I'm going to do that. You know, so this is what we're doing. We're recalibrating ourselves. We're recalibrating ourselves mentally. We're recalibrating our energy and what fires us up and what drives us forward. You know, we're starting to shift. Like I used to feel very impressed by extremely successful people that had, uh, you know, accomplished a lot of material uh, status per se. Though now I actually, I'm I'm not disimpressed with them, but what I am is I'm no longer um, engaged as much energetically by what they have because it doesn't matter to me because I can, I know myself well enough now that that isn't something that I want for myself, you know, like I want to be comfortable. I want to be wealthy to the degree that I have freedom and liberty, but I don't want to be laden with a lot of material things. That's not what I want. I don't want to own lots and lots and lots of buildings and houses and cars and watches and handbags and shoes. And, you know, I've kind of, uh, well, I've done the shoe thing, trust me, and I've done the handbag thing. And uh, I can see that there's no joy and pleasure in that. And it just has no meaning to me anymore. It just dissipated and disappeared. And I'm like, I've got such an eye for detail and an eye for really pretty things as well though I just don't want to own lots and lots and lots of things. I'd rather have lots of uh, freedom and liberty and income streams so that I can go and be where I need to be and, and engage with life in the way I want to engage with life, though to be shackled to my material monuments is not really my agenda now, though all due respect to those people that really do strive to leave, um, you know, generational wealth to their their progeny as, you know, they go forward. We all have different beliefs. And this, I think I'm tuning in. Yeah, the angels have kind of got me going down this path, even though it doesn't feel relevant. It actually is relevant because we've got Mercury in Capricorn and we've got 
Mars in Capricorn as well. So, and then we've got them both squaring the North Node and the South Node, which is Libra Aries. So this is us really starting to take off the rose-colored glasses, start to see the real essence of reality, start to realize that we can't eat the whole smorgasbord table or the buffet table, that we need to be selective about what really aligns with us and who we are as people and what really makes us shine and resonate and stand in the truth of who we are. You know, this is the North Node in Aries and it's conjunct Chiron as well. Uh, so we really are healing a lot of these belief systems and we're not aspiring to as much as we did in the past. We're starting to shift what's important to us now. And so we're moving into this air element where we're not wanting to be tied down and anchored to, you know, such earthly domains we're now starting to want more liberty more freedom we want to communicate our thoughts we want to be able to move quickly we want to make a decision and be able to know we can do that straight away without the heavy baggage of uh, the shackles of the earth element so you can see how things are starting to transpire. But this week, I feel overall is a really good week. It's a reflective week where we're reevaluating ourselves in preparation for what's going to come this year because we've got a big March and then we've got a really big April. Finally, we get a bit of rest towards mid-May to June. Things settle down a bit. And then the year completely changes again as we move into the next set of um the next set of aspects and planetary changes and also we move into the eclipse season deeper as well we've got the eclipses coming in uh april so there's a lot of energy that's really brewing and things are about to speed up so take the time that you need to take this week start to really evaluate yourself find your own resilience from within cut back and start to lighten the load a little bit so that you can feel a little lighter in your spirit so that you can feel less burdened start to unshackle a lot of the burdens and start to really evaluate what really is meaningful to you now and you know what are you ready to transform transcend let go of you know transmute into another uh, aspect and see how you go honestly and see how this week transpires and let me know uh, if you have any questions or if you'd like to have me speak about anything I'm more than happy to do that I answered a question uh, over the weekend on Saturday for a um for a listener, a viewer that had written in and asked me, I've taken it down now. I only put it up for a time. Um, and I don't think it, it sort of was legible for a lot of people. I don't think they really understood sort of what I was really talking about. It was pertinent to the person that I was answering it for. And I thought maybe the collective would be interested, though I felt that it you didn't really like it. So <laughs> I pulled it down. And uh, but I left it on my podcast show. And I guess what I really want to say as I close this off is that my agenda is not to sit here like a polished queen and to get everything absolutely correct. 
my uh, role in being here is purely because the angels put me here and want me to bring my energy forward and to set a vibration and a tone that can bring a sense of resonance and peace to you all and, and healing in, in the way that the vibration of the words come through and the little thoughts that are seeded to get you thinking and stimulating your mental processes a little bit more. And I'm very aware that my videos aren't polished and I'm very aware that my podcast isn't polished either because I'm deliberately keeping it very organic and very real because that's what aligns with me. And I also know that I probably will never be a superstar <laughs> and get thousands of followers, even though it'd be lovely, but I know I won't be because I don't, I'm not, I'm not dressing for that crowd that, you know, are attracted to that sort of um I'm that audience is not attracted to what I'm offering so I gather that I'm only ever going to have a very tiny audience and never get very far with all of this but I trust my journey and I trust the angels and I know that I'm here for a reason and that what I bring through comes from my heart and I hope you can all feel that. Anyhow, on that note, I'm going to say I'll bid you all farewell. Uh, if there's anything that comes up this week, I'll do an impromptu chat about that. Otherwise, I'll see you next week. Next week's a bigger week. We've got the um, full moon coming up. We've just had the full moon, excuse me, in Leo. We've got the new moon coming up on the 9th of February. And we also have um, the Chinese New Year is moving into the dragon on the 10th of February. So we've got Chinese New Year, the lunar year celebrations, which is the wood dragon. And I'm very excited about the wood dragon year. It's going to be a very powerful year. We won't recognize ourselves at the end of this year, I can assure you. So anyhow, I'll leave it there. Peace and love, like, subscribe, share. If you feel inclined, leave uh, a comment. If you feel inspired to, I always enjoy reading them and I always do like to respond to you all. Um, and I shall be back next week. Bye for now.